Hey there, Koejo here, and I understand that running your own Facebook ads can be quite complicated and intimidating, and yet, at this point, you're not ready to hire out Facebook ad management. So, if this is you, I can teach you how to run your own Facebook ads. One-on-one, -on -one, unlimited support over the next 28 days. We will have three Zoom calls, and in between those calls, you get all the support and all my strategies I will audit your graphics, your ad copy, make sure that you're set up the way that's working best for my clients. We'll take care of all the analytics. I will coach you step by step how to troubleshoot ads, how to know when to scale, and how to read all the signs so that you're equipped to run successful lead magnet campaigns and profitable sales campaigns and registration campaigns for your launch or what have you. If you need this kind of support from me right now, then click the link in the show notes below. It's the art of online business forward slash call. I've been doing this all along, but now the offer is just focused on helping you run your successful ad campaign within the next 28 days and the next five people get a pretty nice discount. All right, the link is in the show notes below. Back to the episode. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. All right. What's up, my friend? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in today. Super appreciate you. Hope all's going well, whatever you're up to right now. We're going to talk about something that frankly doesn't get talked about enough, I think. And yet, it's, it can be a huge time waster. And I want to talk, about, talk to you today about meetings, specifically the weekly meeting that you should be having with your team, whatever day that might be for you, whether it's Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Tuesday morning, whatever it might be. The problem that most people run into and I've been guilty of this for years in the business until, um, frankly, in the not so distant past, in the past couple of years, is that when we get together as a team, they can be huge, huge time sucks. And the meetings can go on for a long time and nothing is really getting done. And, you know, I, and I also know a lot of people too. And again, I used to do this myself is like we would have a meeting about scheduling another meeting. Right, reminds me of my corporate days, especially back at AOL um, on the East Coast years and years ago. Like we'd have meetings upon meetings and meetings about meetings and everything like that. It was like, how do we get anything done? And you know, this is also true in the online space and something again that uh, my business went through for for years. And I really have finally found a really effective structure to a weekly team meeting. Okay, and this is a topic that we talk all about in our accelerator coaching program. You know, how do we get the most out of our time together without spending 2 hours, you know, together. And I took this the, the framework that I use in the business is really kind of 
bits and pieces of different lessons I've learned along the way. You know, in the book Traction, they talk about the level 10 meeting. I think, and and you're going to hear elements of the level 10 meeting in my framework here, but you know, there's a couple of things that I don't like about the level 10 meeting. Number one, they recommend 90 minutes, right? Unless you have a really large team, I think 90 minutes is way overkill, right? I have a buddy of mine and um, somebody I look up to a lot. He has a multiple seven-figure business and he meets with his team literally 15 minutes a week on Tuesday mornings, 15 minutes. And they have, it is a well-oiled machine. And it's just more of like, just checking in, having fun during those 15 minutes. And so I'm not saying have a 15 minute meeting once per week, but what I am saying is when you set aside a time for a meeting with your team, let's put some structure to it. Let's have a cutoff time, right? Let's make sure that it's super, super efficient and effective. And you're actually getting things done during that time. Okay. Because we can, again, we can always ramble on and ramble on. Okay. And I'm not going to get into the legality of employee versus contractor, you know, who should be at the meetings and so forth. But the structure I'm going to share with you here is really for your leadership team, right? The people who are, um, you know, say, for example, heading up growth or heading up fulfillment or operations or whatever it might be. And if you don't have a leadership team and you have a small team, well, everybody will be there, right? It's really about having people who are driving. You know, and moving forward, the most important aspects of the business. Okay. And so the format goes as such. Now, first of all, you got to pick the day of the week that you want to do this. Also, the time. We do ours on Monday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And, you know, for you, that time might be different, or the day, the day of the week might be different. You might have a, you know, a beginning of the week meeting with your team and then an end of the week meeting with your team to discuss the things that got got done during the week. But what I like to do is have that one weekly team meeting when we go over you know, a review of the, of the prior week and what's coming up this week. And so it works really, really well. And here's the framework that we use. Now, first of all, we are shooting for our goal is 30 minutes, right? I have a small team. I like it that way. Your meeting may need to be like 60 minutes or 45 minutes. The key here, and we'll talk about this, is sticking to that time. Okay. First five minutes of that, highlights and wins. We're sharing, you know, um, how was the weekend? What were the wins, both personal and business? And also, were there any highlights from our students or was there a great review of the podcast here? That sort of thing. We're starting off on a super positive note. And that's five minutes. The second thing that we talk about is a review of the scorecard. And I'm going to do a quick tip episode coming up here all about what a scorecard is for your business and why it's super, super beneficial and frankly, why you need one for your business. So we do five minutes of reviewing that scorecard. Remember, the scorecard is what's happening in the past. These are lag indicators. And um, they also can tell a picture a little bit about the future some lead indicators in there. But the key here is reviewing for five minutes what that scorecard is showing, right? So that would mean that the scorecard needs to be updated by the end of the day on Friday or first thing Monday morning, especially if somebody's in a different time zone, it's got to be updated prior to the call. 
Also, which we'll talk about here in a second, the scorecard needs to be reviewed by everyone prior to the meeting. It's not like they're seeing the scorecard for the first time, you know, for the week on that meeting. They have to look at the scorecard, review it. Are there any questions, what have you, prior to it? And then we'll go through it really quickly in the second part of the meeting. Again, five minutes, super quick. Next five minutes, priorities for the week. Each person shares uh, their top two to three priorities that they're responsible for for the upcoming week. Okay, again, this is quick. Notice in 15 minutes so far, we've shared highlights and wins, review of the scorecard, which is past, like what happened last week, for example. And then what are the priorities coming up for that week? The next 15 minutes, this is the meat, if you will, of the of the meeting, right? And this is where we're doing, you know, we're talking about any issues or what, what do we need to solve? What solutions need to come as a result of discussing this on the meeting? This is where a lot of people fall off. And this is where I've been super guilty of this for years in the business, where it's very easy when, for example, we're talking about the scorecard review that we're talking about something and then we go off on a tangent and, we're, and we talk about that specific issue. It's really hard. We have to be very disciplined to say, okay, we're going to talk about that during the discussion part of the meeting. So this is about 15 minutes. Now, this part right here is where you might need more time depending on how big the business is, how big the team is, et cetera. We look at 15 minutes for this part. And then five minutes after that is the wrap up. And I'm going to break down each section here in just a second. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, this is for leadership team and really the people in the business who are responsible for key areas of the business. Now for you, if you, if you have a super small team, that might be the whole team. That's cool. Secondly, prior to that meeting, each team member will review the upcoming meetings space. We use ClickUp in our business, right? And in that space in ClickUp, there's going to be a link to the scorecard as well as any discussion points or issues that have come up over the last week. Notice here, we are preparing in advance for the meeting, right? The meeting time is not the time to come up with discussion points. Maybe we come up with things to talk about based on the prepared discussion points, but it's not like, oh, I need to add this to the list right now. We are preparing for that team meeting. This is one key thing that keeps the meetings on track, okay? And this structure, right, allows us to cut through all of the BS, right? To avoid having couple hour conversations about things that can be decided in just a couple minutes. This is where the discipline comes in. Also keep in mind that the first couple times you do this, it's not going to be perfect, right? If your goal is 30 minutes and you're like, oh man, I really need 45 minutes to get through this. As long as you are following things and being disciplined with your time, then you get to evolve what your meeting looks like. Right. But be really clear there's a start time and an end time. And you start right on time and you end right on time, whatever that time is. Right. So if it's 10 o'clock and it's a 30 minute meeting, you are starting right at 10, ending at 10 30. Right. And the idea is for everybody to walk out of the meeting with an action plan 
and everybody on the same page. That's really, really key. And I'll talk more about that here in a second. Okay. Having a very structured meeting like this should help you reduce the number of other meetings that are happening in the business during the week, right? If that's not the case, then that is a discussion point that you can be talking about during the meeting. I know it's super inception-like right there, right? But having a very structured meeting and doing it this way should reduce the number of meetings that you're having during the week. It's also going to increase the team's productivity. And you know, think about that over a period of time. Think about that over a quarter. If you're meeting, you know, for say 30 minutes every every Monday morning or every Tuesday morning or what have you to review what happened the past week, what went wrong, what went right, also what are the priorities for this coming week? When you stay on track like that, you're going to get a lot of things done and be really moving the business forward. Okay? Now, having a structure like this also and a very consistent agenda, which is what I took just took you through, does a few different things. Obviously, you keep things on track, right? Everybody's on the same page. You hold each other accountable because everybody knows what, what everybody else is doing. And then you're able to use that discussion time to overcome issues, overcome challenges. Another really, really, really important element of these weekly meetings is you got to have two different roles. Okay. What I mean by that is you got to have somebody who is their sole responsibility in addition to contributing to the meeting, but they're running the meeting, right? They're moving people through the agenda that you have set up the structure and it's keep, they're, they're keeping the meeting on track. Oftentimes this is the integrator or, you know, the online business manager or the project manager, what have you. Oftentimes it's this person who is doing that. It can be anybody really that you assign in your business. Maybe it's you who's doing that. The second role is somebody who is keeping track of what's being discussed, right? And making sure they're taking notes on everything. Again, we use ClickUp. And so we have a, you know, the, the meeting date right in ClickUp. And then we have all the notes from that meeting right in there, right? What the priorities were, what the priorities are for the coming week, who is doing what, et cetera. So now that you understand those things of the structure of the meeting, I want to break down briefly what each section of your agenda should look like or can look like. Now, I like to combine you know, highlights and customer wins, that sort of thing, into one section in that first five minutes. And as far as the highlights go, this is where each person who is at the meeting there is sharing both a personal and business, some piece of good news, a win. Oftentimes it's from the weekend or on the business side. This is something that they had a win about last week, or, or for example. Also, like a customer win or a customer headline, if you will, this is a very quick one to two sentence headline about a customer win. You know, one of your students, one of your members, what was a great thing that happened? Maybe it is a, an amazing podcast review that somebody left, right? If it tends to be longer, than one to two sentence, this is the opportunity to drop it down into your discussion point, discussion area of the meeting, right? Because if it's going too long, it's not at this section of the meeting. And this is the really hard part that I always found is because it can be very easy to go off on a tangent and keep talking about something. And we have to say the person who's running the meeting and keeping everybody on track 
no, no, no. Let's drop this down to the discussion point of the meeting. Okay. Now for the scorecard review, this is where whomever is running the meeting, facilitating the meeting, they're going to review the KPIs or the of the measurables from your scorecard with the team, right? Everybody who's on the call and confirm whether the the goals are on track or off track from this from the scorecard. Okay. And during the review of that scorecard, again, this is really difficult. This is not the time for questions or additional commentary on stuff, right? Or, well, this is why this didn't happen. That's not the time, right? Are we on track? Are we off track? And if it's off track and it needs to be discussed, then it gets dropped into the discussion time, right? And the the person who's running the meeting can signal that, hey, this is something that um, should really be discussed during that point in our meeting. And that's going to keep you on track and on time. Okay. Now for the, the next five minutes, the priorities for the week, right? This is where each person is sharing their top two to three priorities that they're going to accomplish during the week. And again, the person taking notes, they're noting these priorities in ClickUp for us, whatever project management tool that you want, or however you want to track it, Google Docs or what have you. And so that everybody on the call can see them and understands what everybody's doing in the team. Okay. Now, again, those are happening in real time. So as people are reporting on their priorities, they're getting recorded. The next, now we get into the meat of the meeting. This is about the 15 minutes of discussion, right? The key thing here is what is being discussed during this period of the meeting needs to be prioritized based on the impact on the business. What are the things that are having the biggest impact or can have the biggest impact on the business? And you just start going down your list from highest to lowest priority. And as you start going down through your priority list, this is where you are discussing and solving, right? You very much want a resolution on that issue. Now, the resolution might be, all right, you've completely solved it. You know exactly what the next step is, or you know, you're deciding, you know what, this is a bigger discussion that needs to happen at a different time. And so that is a resolution also. So once you've made that resolution or solved it, you go on to the next issue through the priorities, right? Now, during the discussion time, this is another really, really big area where we can often go on tangents. And I'm really guilty of this myself, okay? This is where we need to be disciplined about staying on topic and not going off on those tangents, right? Where you're discussing and solving, okay? And anybody on the team here, especially the facilitator, can say, you know what? Let's, let's stay back on, let's keep, get back on track. We're going down a rabbit hole here, okay? Now, in the fi- that's 15 minutes. At the end of 15 minutes, you move on to the wrap, which is the final five minutes. My friends, this is where it gets really difficult staying on time because, again, we can just go off on tangents during that discussion period. You start on time, end on time. Final five minutes is the wrap, okay? And you're stopping at the time that you've decided to stop, even if you're in the middle of something. That's where it's really hard. And that's where I really struggle, frankly, okay? Now, during the wrap-up time, what you're doing here is you're recapping the to-do list that came out of the meeting. Make sure that everybody is clear 
on what needs to get done and the necessary stakeholders, if you will, of who's doing what, they know they're committed to that. Okay. And the also the big thing here too is as you're discussing things during the discussion period, you want to make sure the things that you're discussing are aligning with your goals, aligning with your vision. You know, are we on track towards quarterly goals, et cetera? Right. And during this time also, as you're recapping, you really want to make sure that whomever is responsible for what, that that is not too much for them, right? You don't want to bog them down with six huge projects that are due by Friday because you know that's we're, we're lacking priorities when we do that. So that's really key here during the wrap-up, all right? Now, the second piece of the wrap-up is, again, this is all about communication and making sure that everybody is on the same page. So if there are things that need to get done but they're responsible, somebody else who is not on the call is responsible for whatever that thing is. You need to make sure that you're clear on who's communicating that to that person. Okay. Again, everybody needs to be on the same page. Also, be really clear on what specifically is going to be shared to that person. And then finally, finally, grade the meeting. Okay. However, this looks like for you. I like to use just standard, like, you know, school gradings, A, B, C, D, F. Although back when I was in school, we had E's for some reason. I don't know why. But everybody grades the meeting. Everybody on the call in the meeting grades the meeting. And that grade is recorded in the ClickUp meeting space. And if somebody doesn't grade an A, they have to explain what it would take to be an A. This is what allows us to keep building and keep building on improving the quality of the meetings by everybody grading. And then anybody who did not grade an A, they have to explain what would it, what would it take to move that you know, B or C up to an A or, or a D, whatever it might be. What's it going to take? And then it's your job as the CEO and also whomever normally runs the business or the meetings, excuse me, how do we improve? How do we get that back up to an A for everybody? And then you're done. You're ending right on time. That, my friend, is how you run an effective team meeting. Now, again, it's not going to be perfect at first. I mean, this might take you several weeks to, to really start to nail down. Just go easy on yourself. But here, this is a structure that really, really works really well. And... Again, I've gone, I've tried all different types of structures for team meetings, and this is the one that I've just shared with you here that has worked really, really well. And this is also what I teach everybody in Accelerator who is looking to improve their team meetings. Everybody wants to spend less time in, in meetings. This is an amazing way to do it. Okay. Now, speaking of Accelerator, we are accepting applications right now. If you're an online course creator or you're an online coach, and you're already averaging at least seven to 8K per month from your online business, and you're looking to scale. However, you want to do that while working less, right? This is not about adding more hours to your schedule. We want to do this by working less. And this is exactly what we help you do inside of Accelerator. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're heading towards burnout, you're doing all of the things in your business, and you're kind of going directionless at this point, and you're not quite sure what next steps to take, this is what Accelerator is all about. 
in helping you achieve. It's about helping you create the business that is right for you and for nobody else. It's about, it's your business. Because remember, we're creating our business around our life, not the other way around. So if you want to learn more and apply for Accelerator, go over to rickmulready.com forward slash Accelerator. All right, my friends, super appreciate you for tuning in and coming to hang out with me today. I hope this was helpful for you. I'll see you right back here for the next episode here at the Art of Online Business Podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.